So stop listening to what the world says, what society says. And if you've got people in your life that tell you by this age, you should be doing X, Y, Z, turn them off. Mm. Sometimes that can be people closest to you. Mm -hmm. Sometimes that can be people that are related to you. You know, first have that conversation with yourself to know that you know beyond a shadow of a doubt what your path is at this stage. Also know that your path in your 20s may not be the same when you're 30s and 40s and 50s, and that's okay. Mm. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, whatever time of day you are watching or listening to this. I'm so glad that you guys are here. I am not in my original spot. I can't even say original. Fort Worth is not where I'm originally from, but it's my new home. So, but I am in beautiful Colorado Springs. And with me, I have a very special guest today. It is hey. mi madre. Hey guys, how's everybody doing? So if you guys have been watching us for a while and rocking with us for a while, we had you on, was it last year? Last year when you guys were home when, uh, that July. Oh, okay. Almost a year ago. Wow, so it's almost been a year. Almost a year. So yes. people loved Doctor slash Mama Benton. <laughs> <laughs> if you have not watched that episode, go back and watch it. But essentially, we had talked about um, really just what it looked like to make a shift yes. in our lives. You know, she just turned sixty, fam. Like, come on, she's the big six L. I love that you're not ashamed about it. Not at all. Not at all. <laughs> you know, you're not trying to like hide it or like don't tell them. You know, don't tell them what my age is. No. But you just turned sixty. Some so really, I just want to ask you, like right now, um, so you've turned 60. Yes. Um, have you had like a moment, I guess, of reflection since then? Like yes. what like what has it meant to you, I guess, to, to turn 60? You know, it's funny because when I was, well, let's see, you're 35 now. Mm -hmm. So actually when I was a little younger than you, I thought 60 was like oldest dirt, right? <laughs> <laughs> you got one foot on the grave and in the banana field. Like, oh, Lord. <laughs> But I realize I'm so appreciative of just, you know, the life experience, mm. um, just living life and, and, and learning even more to take things slower. So when we talked last year about pivoting and what does that look like, this pandemic, if nothing else, has taught us all how to just slow down yeah. and really reflect on what's important. Um, and first and foremost, it's got to be your family. It's got to be the people that, you know, your tribe, your family, whatever that looks like. Yeah. Let me back up. First and foremost, it needs to be me. <laughs> so I think that's more a confirmation about focusing on me and self-care because we get so caught up in this world that we got to do, do, do and take care of everybody else. Mm -hmm. But if we don't take care of ourselves, how are you going to be able to pour into somebody else? Mm. Yeah. And not feel guilty. Yeah. That's the thing, you know, oh, it's so selfish. No, it's not, mm -hmm. you know, and taking time to rest and just think about things and ponder on things and focus again on the gratitude and thankfulness and you know i'm still in my right mind <laughs> little things like that that we yeah. take for granted yeah so um i think that's the biggest thing yeah and i look back and i'm like okay i've got i got a little some years behind me <laughs> and I, and i do think i have some wisdom behind me yeah. and a lot of it is just i don't live in the world of regret and it's just more um coming more to the forefront about those are the life experiences we talk about yeah Sure, shoulda, coulda, woulda, but I wouldn't be who I am today mm -hmm. without those experiences. So yeah. I'm embracing that. I love it. 60 is just, it's a number right now. I'm like, because I thought, whoa, 60 is so old. No, it's not. 60 is <laughs> probably the new, what, 35? Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, you would know better than I would. <laughs> well, what I love what you said is, because there's something that you, Jim, and I, actually, we can keep walking if you yeah, want. Sure. But it's something that 
something you, uh, GB and I were talking about yesterday was, um, and even with our other friends too, yes. with a shout out to Ariane and Corey. Hey guys. Um, but uh, when we were catching up with them and doing brunch, just the difference between selfishness yes and then what one of my uh teachers taught me i'm self-stewardship oh i like that term you know yeah because like you said yeah there's so many times where we feel um guilty yes for taking care of ourselves. Mm -hmm. and uh the question that she even said was um she said i believe when we get to heaven mm -hmm. um one of the questions that the lord's going to ask you is how did you steward yourself well oh wow That's and what good. she meant by that was if you steward yourself well, not selfishness, yes. but if you steward yourself well, mm -hmm. everything else is going to be collateral impact. That's true. You know, so totally if agree. I'm, if I'm, uh, so, so you even use language like, um, well, you didn't say this, but this is what I heard. It seems like you move a little more slow. Yes. And you don't move, you're, you're not as frantic. Correct. And, and intentionally. So talk about, I guess, the gift and benefit of that. Um, you know, so as you know, the last couple of weeks I did have a health scare. Some things were going on, um, some tingliness in my arm and, <laughs> you know, turning six, you're like, oh my God. <laughs> and as you go, and I'll just share it, you know, I went to the ER, my blood pressure was through the roof and I have to admit, I, I realized I was under a lot of stress, self-imposed stress, mm -hmm. things that I was focusing on. And so... I always say this, I say it to everybody, and it's like, okay, did you hear what you said? You know, let go of the things you can't control. And um, being a Christ follower, I truly believe that if I leave that at the hands of Jesus, he's going to take it. My challenge is sometimes I want to creep back over there and go, okay, you done? Pick <laughs> it back up. Yeah. So intentionally realizing that I just need to rest in that, knowing that whatever happens, um, that God's got me. He's never shown me anything else. So I have that to rest on. Mm. And that just allows me to literally breathe, mm -hmm. right? Just to stop and take a breath. Uh, and, and when I do that, then I'm more in tune with what's going on. I'm more in tune with being able to say, thank you, God, for waking me up this morning in my right mind, mm. being able to get out of bed on my own steam. And we kind of joke about that, but as you become more seasoned in life, you're going to appreciate <laughs> it. I mean, you tell me, you know, you, you just turned 35 and I'm sure you've noticed a few differences in the way your body feels. Yeah. So it's, we've got to know it here first. And then when you do that, it just releases this tension, you know, that angst, that feeling of I've got to do, 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 and people are counting on me and da, 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 da. And yes, that's true. Mm -hmm. But when God calls us home, and I hope y'all will cry maybe for a day, <laughs> maybe two, but then life goes on. Yeah. So what am I doing in order to be a good steward of what he's given us? I need to, I like what you said, steward myself. We, we've all said self-care. Mm -hmm. And sometimes that means tuning out, like literally turning the phone off, turning the TV off. But you have to be intentional. Mm -hmm. You've got to decide, like, you know, I normally don't have my phone on Viper or, or so I can hear it. Mm -hmm. That's a decision. You can decide, is it really that urgent? There's only a few people that I'm going to pick up that phone for mm -hmm. <laughs> that I know it's important. And that's you, Daddy, Kayla, Juby. Those are the first four. Mm -hmm. Any other family members? Probably, mm -hmm. because they're not going to call me in the middle of the day, mm -hmm. you know. Mm -hmm. um, but otherwise, let it go to voicemail. Mm -hmm. Let it, you don't have to say yes to everything. Mm -hmm. um, 
yeah so yeah probably a long answer no that's it's not <laughs> <laughs> well here's what i'm asking so I'm, I'm trying to do a better job like as i'm 35 and you know because so i'm, I'm in this weird season right yeah. now um because 35 I'm like, okay like, i had I, him when i was too oh no i already told you how old am i never mind <laughs> <laughs> no it's all good <laughs> but, so the season i'm in because i've been in the army now 12 years yes um and so now i'm in this place where uh, when I go to these army schools, yes. Before I was always the green one, mm -hmm. the youngest one, and um, so I'm the one that's always asking all the questions. Yeah, you know, I'm right. I'm that guy. Guys, like when you're in the classroom, you're trying to get rid of, you know, you're trying to end the class. And it's like, any more questions? I'm that dude. Oh, that was me. But I, but I learned. I was like, when people get frustrated, I was like, I'll just go up to the teacher after. <laughs> that was me. I was in the front row, like, and then turn around, like, you know, y'all right? Ask. I didn't care. I just did it. So like, so that was I me. I got my money's but worth. But now, like, here I am, and I noticed this when I hit my tenure mark. Yes. Um, when I went to uh, the chaplain school, mm -hmm. you know, this is my second time going through officer school because right. I had to, not because I failed, I had to turn <laughs> and go to another corps. Yeah, because you totally changed right. jobs. So but you had in to this course, um, I knew more answers than I didn't. Ah. Yeah, or I, see, I, I had an answer to them, uh, to the questions more than me asking the questions. Okay. And so next thing I knew, I, I, I recognized people are coming to me yes. for answers. Yes. Whereas before i was looking for other people because you've for been answers. in for 10 years so right. you already had some season right yeah. right so i'm in this place yeah. so, so you were saying like it's a long answer it's not i think it's i think it's appropriate because as i'm 35 mm -hmm. um i'm trying to do a better job leaning into people who are older than me yes because you guys have seen certain things that mm -hmm. we haven't seen yet mm -hmm. you know um and so maybe something else i kind of wanted to ask you you can kind of take it wherever you want um as i'm 35 there's people maybe are in the 20s hey, yes. there's people are in their 40s yes who are joining us right now and listening uh maybe two or three things knowing what you know now right what is something you wish you knew in your 20s through 40s that you implemented that i implemented yeah like maybe talk to your 20 to 40 year old self right um so in your 20s you know you just want to go 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 do everything try everything etc I think as, because um, as you know, I got married 22, had you at 25, Kayla at 28. So in my late 20s, I was already mom, career, etc. I think at that point, I was already realizing that you don't have to say yes to everything. You get this little thing mm -hmm. in your head that's like, do you really need that? Do you really want that? Um, do you really need that house? And do you really, you know, what society says? Mm -hmm. And listening to that still small voice that says, no, you don't have to, right? Um, you need to go at your pace. That's what I really wish I had known. Mm. That you don't have to keep up with the Joneses. Mm. And on the one hand, I, I say that, you know, I really don't care what people think for the most part. But there's a small party that always does. <laughs> yeah. Because you're like, hmm, what's so-and-so going to think? Yeah. So as much as you want to stand on your stand on your own decisions, keep your circle of influence close. The mm -hmm. people that you know that you can trust that help you speak into your life. Um but yeah, just listen to that still small voice that you don't have to try everything just because the world says, well, you're in your 20s, you should try it so you can figure out what you want and don't want. Mm -hmm. um, same thing as each decade comes. When I hit 30, I was, uh, oh my gosh, this is my, the rest of my world, this is the rest of my life, which is strange because I'm married, two wonderful kids in my career. Mm -hmm. That's right. You said 30 was hard for you. 30 was hard for me yeah. because I thought this is it. Uh -huh. And again, it's going by what society says. So stop listening to what the world says, what society says. And if you've got people in your life that tell you by this age, you should be doing X, Y, Z, 
turn them off. Mm. Sometimes that can be people closest to you. Mm-hmm. Sometimes that can be people that are related to you. I was going to say, <laughs> let's, I wanted you to, I'm glad you said it. <laughs> let's, know, let's, let's unpack that. Yes. So how would, what are, I don't know if practical is the word I want to use, yeah. even though like we like to talk about some practical things on mm-hmm, this channel, mm-hmm. but um, I don't know, like what, what I guess what, what's some feedback, encouragement, or maybe challenges you have? Because there's probably people right now who's yes. like, it's, Maybe their parents. Yes. Uh, that grandparent. That's right. Um, you have legacy. You know, yes. maybe it's cultural. Exactly. You know, um, we we grew up uh, heavy around Asian culture. Mm-hmm. You know, specifically Chinese, Japanese, Pacific Islanders, Filipinos, yep. and so mm-hmm. I, I I can now I'm married. You know, to an Indian. Yes. So I appreciate even the Asian family dynamic culture. Yes. You know, yes. behind that. But yeah, just how what does that look like? I guess for us to 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 turn that off. What are some things we can do yeah that can be challenging i get that because depending on your culture your background etc you feel like you have a duty Mm -hmm. to honor xyz and so what i would say is um you know first have that conversation with yourself to know that you know beyond a shadow of a doubt what your path is at this stage also know that your path in your 20s may not be the same in your 30s and 40s and 50s and that's okay Mm. because our generation of parents my parents you know, they have one job and that's it for life. And I've heard so many times where people literally hate what they're doing. But going back, have that conversation with yourself first to know what you, your path is. And then sit down with your loved ones and have that conversation. Say, you know, I have something really important I want to share with you. I'm going to start off with, you know, saying you guys know how much I love you and honor and respect you. And for us, because we're people of faith and we're Christ followers, you know, this is that still small voice that God put in me. And I know this is a path I need to take and I would love your support in it. Mm. Know that you may get that answer that says, I can't support that. And that will hurt. But also know that if God told you to go this way, that's where you need to go. Mm. Um, and hopefully eventually those loved ones will come back around mm-hmm. and you pray for that. But know that you've got to follow. And it's not like just follow your heart. That's different. I think people say, you know, if it feels good, do it. No. (laughs) (laughs) Definitely don't do that. (laughs) Definitely don't do that. Sure. Of all the days we're here in Colorado Springs, it's been like in the 60s and today's gorgeous. But, you know, when you stand in one spot, that heat's beating down. So go get some shade. (laughs) If you got it, flaunt it. If it feels good, do it. Absolutely not. You, you will regret it. Mm. I promise you. So that's definitely, I would tell my 20 year old self, don't, yeah. don't lean into that. Yeah. But you've got to be clear on what that path is. Right. And then you sit down with your loved ones and you, you have a conversation and you pray about that first and you hope that they'll understand, but know that they may not. And that's okay. And that's going to be a tough road. That's when you also have your circle where, you know, as much as, I, we were so blessed to have our blood family around with you and Kayla. We had mm-hmm. Nana and Pop Up, etc. Mm-hmm. We knew they were still working, mm-hmm. so we had to develop friends outside that. And of course, you know the Smiths are really good friends, and yeah. the Crosses. We all, grew, you guys, grew up together. You have to have a village outside of your blood family, I think, just because sometimes you need that. Yeah. And so when you make these choices that may not fall in line with your family beliefs and culture, etc. Hopefully you have those other folks there to come around you and encourage and acknowledge and remind you that you're following God's call. Yeah. But that's the first thing you got to know what that is. Yeah. You know, for for those that aren't Christ followers, whatever that still small voice is, because we all get it. You get that nudge in the pit of your stomach yeah, and your like soul. Yeah, like your conscious space. Right. Yeah. 
that you should do this or you shouldn't do that, right? Listen to it. And it doesn't matter just because all your friends in their 20s are going out partying, etc., that you need to do all that. Whatever that is that you know this doesn't feel right, listen to it. Um, and be open. I think the biggest thing, the other thing I would say is when I said um, your 20s, 30s, 40s, that can change, be open to being a lifelong learner, just mm. life in general. Yeah. Growing to become a better you. And when you do that, that's when you'll also see different paths. Mm -hmm. Because if you get so stuck on just, okay, I need to do this and only this, when other things come your way, you're going to miss it. Mm. It doesn't have to be just one thing. There's other things that may complement what you're doing. Or all of a sudden, you just get this feeling that nudge that says it's time to really pivot mm -hmm. and go in a total different direction. Mm -hmm. So as long as you've got that piece about it, listen to that. That's Man, that's good, Mom. Yeah. So you said so many things, so I want to kind of like do a quick recap. Sure. So one, you talked about the importance of following the voice of God. Yes. Basically, with the voice of people. Mm -hmm. And actually, was your, as you were talking, I even thought about Abraham. Oh, yeah. You know, or even when God called him as, as Abram, I want to say Exodus 15 is what I want to say. Um, no, I'm sorry, Genesis 15. Sorry, I get them up, mixed up sometimes, <laughs> ma'am. But um, when God calls Abram, he's 75. Yes. And essentially, the Lord is asking him to pretty much give up everything, everything that he knows. And just go. And it's like at, at 75, it's like you're pretty set yes. in your ways. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm 35, and there's certain things I'm like, I don't think I'll do that right. moving forward exactly but here's here's a guy who basically the lord calls and he leaves his uh, mexican right. his culture mm -hmm. um his land his home his Everything. context um and not only is is abraham now moving forward to this new place that you know god has called him mm -hmm. to um the other thing is uh you know he had a split with lot yes and uh tim rivers actually uh who's a now lead pastor embassy city he took over okay. tim ross he gave okay. a great message but um he called it you may have a lot to deal with oh <laughs> and uh, i'll leave i'll leave his message in the in the description of this episode that sounds but one of the things that he talks about too to what you said was um like to depart from family yes um, or even from the voice of culture. I'm not just talking about like society, like the world. There's mm -hmm. that, but like your culture. Yes. Like your culture. It's hard. It's hard. Because that's 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 what you know. That's right. Um, but essentially, you see that example through Abraham. Mm -hmm. Not just him leaving his land and his people and his culture. He's able to take some of them with. Right. But it got to a point, basically, where Abraham and Lot had to split. And Literally. Abraham gives Lot the choice as to yes. which land to choose. Yes. But all that being said... We have to be okay with wherever God is calling you, mm -hmm. that not everyone can go with you. That's that's really good. And that's essentially what you're pretty much saying. Yes, it is. Like, and and, and then your mind goes, but this is my family, you know, because again, that's society. Mm -hmm. And I'm not saying... Well, and we love them. Right. And so I, we want them Don't to get me wrong. I'm not saying turn your backs. Yes. Sometimes we, I know God calls us to certain places. And when the closest people around you don't align with that, you have to... I choose to be okay. And it doesn't mean I'm not going to love them any mm -hmm, less. Mm -hmm. um, sometimes you have to put some distance there. Mm -hmm. uh, but you have to, I think, you miss out on so much if you don't follow that still small voice. Mm. That can happen is in your, you know, some of our young teens. It amazes me. Some of these young people, you know, our tweens and our teens and young adults. So that's what I would say. It's just 
you know, lean into that. Yeah. And really try to stay away from what the masses are telling you to do. Even your really close friends sometimes. Because yeah. they may not, they're not hearing what you're hearing. Yeah. And the other thing that I've learned um, that I also would say is when someone comes to ask you for advice, try to walk in their shoes. And instead of giving them advice, ask questions. And I got that from you. Yeah. But empathy is so important. It's easy for me to go, oh my gosh, did you hear so-and-so quit their job and they don't have another job and what are they doing and da-da-da-da. Because why? The world says we're not supposed to do that. But going back to your example of Abram, you know, basically God told him to go. Mm -hmm. He didn't tell him where to go. Mm -hmm. You know, same thing with uh, Jonah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> he told Jonah where to go and Jonah's like, ah, not having it, <laughs> right? And the, you know, the cold part that was about Jonah, how... How bad is it right. that the people on the boat right. who were non-believers yes. are like, some is off. What did you do? <laughs> like, What's the common denominator? You got to be, be real jacked up yes. for a non-believer to call out, call out your BS. That's man. right. That's right. <laughs> like, that's the part like, that cracks me up. up right. And they threw them over. They did. <laughs> they were like, like nah, fam, you ain't about to get us no. in the crosshairs yes. of you and this quote-unquote God you talk right. about. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, and, and that's the thing, because when you don't follow that path, um, the walls, that's what the walls of Jericho were about. You know, they mm -hmm. had to march around seven times before those walls came tumbling down. Mm -hmm. He will send you around another wall. Mm. So recognize the signs and symptoms too. If you feel like your head's literally butting up against the same obstacle, hello. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of like when the plane's coming in and the people have those little crossed hair thingies and they're waving the plane in where to come. That's God trying to show you, nope, that's not the path. So, I just, again, I know I'm kind of repeating myself, but just lean into that. Yeah. That's what I tell my 20s. Um, and every decade, I'm realizing that, wow, this is really cool where I am. I continue to reach out to have mentors, people you can trust it in. They don't always have to be older than you. This is one of mine. Okay. <laughs> and then also be willing to be a mentor to someone because when you can share some of your knowledge, it um, it's God speaking through you. Mm to somebody else yeah not like i have all the answers but yeah. when you're able to share things it, it makes a big difference so no matter how old you are your 20s your teens you can just share some of your experience so what you were talking about do me a favor sure take over real quick okay. holding that so as you were talking i thought of the story in um, acts chapter five okay and it's um peter and the apostles and basically uh they're they're released from prison and they're given strict instructions to stop preaching and teaching the gospel mm -hmm. you know so um i gotta read a few verses but it's acts chapter 5 verse 25 it says then someone arrives with startling news the men you put in jail are standing in the temple teaching the gospel the captain went with the uh, temple guards and arrested the apostles but without violence for they were afraid that people would stone them then they brought the apostles before the high council where the high priest confronted them it says we gave you strict orders never again to teach in in this man's name so so far, mm -hmm. the you know the the uh, the captain, um, the, the the captain with excuse me, the temple guard, basically is saying like, didn't we tell you? Right. You know. Cut it out. Right. <laughs> and, and to to what you're saying, you know, here, granted, I'm not saying like our family are like temple guards or anything like that. However, like the temple guards, right. We have people that are going to come to us like, didn't I tell you? Yes. Like this is the thing I told you to not do. Exactly. And Peter 
in good old Peter fashion, in this case, in obedience, actually, <laughs> um, is doing the opposite, mm-hmm. right? So he says, um, says, we gave you strict orders never again to teach in this man's name, he said. Instead, you filled all Jerusalem with your teaching about him and you want to make us responsible for his death. And this is what Peter and the apostles said. Verse 29, go back and read it. Acts chapter five, verse 29. But Peter and the apostles replied, we must obey God rather than any human authority. There we go. And essentially, that's what you're saying. Yes. You know, yes. it's it's and it's hard to 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 see uh, family, uh, close friends, mm-hmm. or culture. Mm-hmm. Not they're. I want and to add what you said. They're not your enemy. Right. That's the difference in this text. Yes. They're not your enemy, but they're equally also not the authority of God. Correct. So I just love what you said that it's it's uh if you have said yes to Jesus. Mm-hmm know that following God um, it's actually going to be the harder way right. <laughs> let's, let's get that clear that's okay. true and he's going to stir you up when you're starting to feel comfortable yes. just be ready for that yes. I like 100%. your friend's blog uncomfortable is comfortable yes. Gino and Laura uh, yeah yeah Gino right? and Laura huh? yeah. yep. uncomfortable is comfortable yeah. it's like well, and it's easy to hear. It's like, well, if it's going to be hard with God, like, why would I want to do it? It's like, because it's going to be hard. Right. <laughs> like, right. Like, you're going to go through hardship and trials and tribulations. Why would you want to do that without a right. supernatural figure in your life? And you're going to go through it anyway. I'm sure everyone listening to this has been through something, right? Um, especially with what happened with COVID. People have lost loved ones, jobs, etc. We've all been through something no matter how old you are. Mm. So wouldn't you rather have someone with you that you know is going to be able to give you that comfort, that peace, mm-hmm. that, you know, I got you kind of feeling. Um, it's going to happen. Yeah. And it, it will happen multiple times. Yeah. And I think the more that we are exposed to that and know that we have someone to lean into, um, Holy Spirit, Father, Jesus, yeah. it, it really does give you that peace that, first of all, we aren't in control. Mm. You do know that, right? <laughs> There's very many little things we have control over. Yeah. But I do have control over my thoughts. Mm. Um, and my thoughts dictate my actions. And so I can either, with that, I can either be upset and stress out and yeah. th- I know that's what added to my health issues reason why I ended up in the emergency room I'm good to go people I'm good to go <laughs> no cardiac no stroke none of that but it does it it brings your as, as much as I when God calls me I'm ready I said to your dad I'm not ready mm. I, I, I know when he calls me I'm ready and that's mm-hmm. because you know I feel like I still have so much to live with you guys mm-hmm. and everybody else um, you know the people that are closest to me so I can control me I can control how I respond, and, and that's the most important thing. Yeah. All right. So, one of the things you said was, um, you know, that, that as you've turned sixty, mm-hmm. um, you had your your health scare a little bit, um, having thought like, man, I would, like, on one end you're like, hey, the Lord calls me, right? Got it. I'm good. I'm good. But on the other end you're like, man, I don't, I don't know if I'm I'm not ready to go yes. yet. Yes. You know. Yes. So, um, she doesn't know what I'm about to say y'all uh-uh. all right <laughs> so but this whole conversation she has she doesn't know this has just been holy spirit led and this has been cool um so i've been listening to a message by same guy i was talking about erwin mcmanus oh yes he pastors a church uh called mosaic out of la area and so he's in his early 60s now um but he wrote a book called the last arrow what, arrow uh-huh. like bow and arrow yep like okay. a bow and arrow okay. and so the concept of the last arrow is um and i'm saying it in my own words right now but when you think about, you know, a bow and arrow, when you draw it back, you know, you release it, 
Yes. Okay. Okay. And so he's kind of equating like arrows in terms of what are things that you have that you that we need to release for the world. Mm, okay. That's good. But it's given to us really by the Lord. Right. And so, um, and so I'm kind of going back and listening to, uh, he kind of did a continued series, I guess you could mm -hmm, say, because mm -hmm. he basically has some additional thoughts okay. ever since he wrote the book. Yes. So Philippians one, starting at verse 20 was kind of his guide verse. Okay. Okay. And it's when Paul says, for I fully expect and hope that I will never be ashamed, but that I will continue to be bold for Christ as I have been in the past. Mm -hmm. I trust that my life will bring honor to Christ, whether I live or die. Right. So kind of know where this yes, verse is going right is, yeah yes. and so it says for to me living means living for christ right. and dying is even better yeah which is like wow wow okay right <laughs> really <laughs> and uh it says but if i live i can do more fruitful works for christ so right. paul so far is saying um if i'm able to remain here on earth i get to do more for christ correct right right and then he goes on to say verse 23 I'm torn between two desires. Yes. I long to go and be with Christ, which would be far better for me. Yes. So Paul's like, I, like if I die, this it's is actually a win. Like, it's like it's, and it's actually the better option. It really is. But then he goes on to say, but for your sakes, mm -hmm. it is better that I continue to live. Yes. So, uh, Erwin McMahon is what he says too in this message. And I can, I'll probably leave a link to that one too in this one. But what he says is what Paul said, we here to live is uh, to live is for Christ and to Christ die is for gain. gain yes. But really, this is where Erwin challenges us. He says, but what Paul is actually saying is to live is for Christ and to die. Actually, I'm going to live better than ever. Yes. You know, so he's saying I live if I stay and I live if I die. That's true. It's the best of both worlds. Right. Right. <laughs> and so the concept he was saying is because um, he had cancer at the time. And so for for him, Erwin didn't fear death mm -hmm. because for him at that point he felt that he had done everything the Lord told him to do okay so all that being said the last arrow he said is it's actually not a book about how to live out your dreams it's a book about how to live a life without regret yes and essentially what he was saying is most people don't fear death they fear dying regretting not doing the things that they were supposed right. to do the things that were left undone so I gave a lot yes just Give me thoughts, feedback, <laughs> uh, pushback. Just, yes. Yeah, just just want to flush this out with you. There's no there's no resolve here. Yeah. I just just want to. And that's I, you know that's kind of how I started off about. So many of us say, "Gosh, you know, wish I shoulda, coulda, woulda." If I had known this. So when you initially asked me what I tell my 20 year old self, I would share that information, but I don't regret the choices I made. Mm because I wouldn't be who I am today. And I firmly, firmly believe each of us are where we're supposed to be at this stage in our lives, mm -hmm. no matter what that is. And it may feel like your life is totally messed up. It may feel like you're on top of the world or somewhere in between. Mm -hmm. God's gonna use it. So I really, I don't have any regrets. I, well, so I guess the one regret I would have is that Part of me, because I just now I'm kind of being incongruent no, here. No, you're not. Is that I wish I had known more about the importance of my personal walk with Christ at a younger age. Ooh. Well, because you know I became. I, I you got to sit there for a little bit. <laughs> Why? Like, talk about that. Like. So I accepted Christ at 14. Yeah. And this is not an um, casting shade at that experience. What I realized is nothing really changed because at that time, the people that I was with 
we all were still just teenagers doing our thing, right? We we didn't change what we were doing. So it's like, okay, we're going to church, boom. But when we came out of church, we were back to who we were. Mm. And I didn't know that ideally that should change. Mm -hmm. So as I've grown in my walk, I realize, you know, he probably was talking to me then. I just didn't know what that meant. Mm. That being said, I still stand on what I just said. I don't regret the actions and the things and the choices that I made mm -hmm. because I wouldn't be who I am today in terms of how I know beyond a shadow of a doubt that mm -hmm. he's going to use me no matter what. Mm -hmm. um, I still struggle with um, imposter syndrome. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I still struggle with not enough. Mm. I'm, I'm getting better at it because I know through him I am enough. Mm -hmm. But you know, it's, it's the world, it's the experiences that I've had that some people have, have said, well, you need to be doing X, Y, Z at this stage. Yeah. And um, so I still struggle with that a little bit. I think I shared with you in Juby the other day, one of our Global Leadership Summit visits that we did with the church. Two or three years ago, Craig Rochelle talked about this concept called GETMO. Mm -hmm. And GETMO stands for good enough to move on. Mm. And that released me in so many ways because there's a there's a difference between excellence and perfection. Yeah. And the world says we need to strive practice is perfect. No, it's not. <laughs> practice makes is, better. Right? <laughs> makes better. The only thing that's gonna be perfect is when God calls us home. But that's what the world and society says. So that just released me because that you know, here I am sixty. Mm -hmm. You think I'd be over that by now, but I, I still struggle with mm -hmm. it. So that helps a lot. Yeah. Um so again, there's those times where, you know, times have been just really stressful, you know, with the practice, you know, with Nana, with all kinds of stuff. And I'm like, okay, Lord, today would be a great day. <laughs> but when I had my health scare, I brought it to, you know, fruition and, and, and reality that I'm really not ready. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I, I know, like Paul says, I mean, it's going to be even grander on that side yeah. because we have no pain. We have no stress. We have no strife. Yeah. But as we know, Romans 8, 28 says, you know, God uses everything according to his purpose for yeah. those who are called. Um, and for those who love him. And for those who love him. So I want to encourage people, when you're going through, and we're all going through, we're all either going to be on top of the mountain, in the middle, going up, going down, or at the bottom in a valley. But it comes in waves. And just know that no matter where you are, he's with you. Mm -hmm. Right? Um, and he's going to use that, especially when you're going through that, that valley. When you feel like you're at the lowest point, hold on because he will use that. Yeah. Because I promise you, he's going to put someone in your path that's going through something very similar that you can say, you know, I've been there. Mm -hmm. Right? Um, and, and that's the best thing I realize. And I, I'm learning more and more, especially as I become more seasoned. I don't like using the old world. <laughs> I am not old. <laughs> Is that um, he's going to use it. Yeah. Um, and you don't have to figure out. You don't have to stop asking why. Mm. Please stop asking why, because you're gonna pull your <laughs> hair out. As stress, stress is no joke. It really does affect everything. Stop trying to figure out the why, mm. and just en enjoy the now. Mm -hmm. Even when you feel like this is the worst place I've ever been in my life. Mm -hmm. um, I think I shared with you guys. Um, so one of the tests I had was an MRI. And for those of you who ever had one, they've gotten louder, by the way. The dishwasher <laughs> thing, no, it was like <laughs> alarms going off, and they, you know they put ear plugs in and they put muffins muffins on. But I kept hearing um, CC Winans' song, "The Goodness of God." Mm. I literally was singing that in my head the whole time, and I think at the very end I fell asleep 
because that was my choice. I decided, it's like, you can focus on, you know, oh my gosh, this is horrible. Or I can use something to help get me through that. And I've always shared with you guys, um, worship music mm -hmm. is what puts me in that spot to I, where I can decompress and let go. Mm -hmm. So I just kept hearing that, you know, the goodness of God. Mm -hmm. And and it's true. Mm -hmm. No matter what's going on, he's so, so good. What I've, what I've loved what you've shared is that though you still struggle with certain temptations, whether mm -hmm. it be imposter syndrome mm -hmm. or, you know, feeling good enough, the difference what I'm hearing is you've you've grown in your and having a healthier response towards it. Yes. There so, you go. So what I love about it is that it's here here you are on one side still wrestling in some in some ways mm -hmm. with things that been around for, you know, a couple of decades. For right. You. Um but the difference is you have owned um your response yes towards it that's right and that's massive yes. and, and what i like about that is because uh sometimes a couple things there are times where the lord can completely deliver and remove mm -hmm. you know that uh that temptation those mm -hmm. internal struggles mm -hmm. and there are other times where i think of uh the the thorn in the flesh or the thorn yes in, you know? and he um, didn't remove that thorn. right and paul and paul uh begged and pleaded three times mm -hmm. and it's interesting that we we never know what the thorn in the flesh is right like we, we don't know if it's some form of a addiction to something yes we don't know if it's him struggling and maintaining his sexual integrity mm -hmm. we have no idea what it is right but he begs and pleads the lord to remove it yes and he says no three times but he says my grace is sufficient mm -hmm. and so what i've what i've learned let me say let me say it another way grace there's a difference between grace and mercy god's yes. god's grace is empowering us on the front end to live a life that honors him mercy covers it when we blow it that's right <laughs> so so if, if if it's god's grace that covers us um and empowers us to mm -hmm. live for him mm -hmm. right if the lord removes that and brings total healing in whatever area of your life it's god's grace yes but if he doesn't and he gives you a supernatural strength and power to endure that temptation. Right. It's still God's grace. That's good. So you have. So you're yes. blessed if you do, you and you're blessed if you don't. Correct. Yes, you know. That's I mean, good. even even the even Jesus in the Garden of Gethsemane, he prayed three times. Right. God, if it's this right, cup. and he calls it a cup of suffering. Yes. So Jesus calls it a, a calls a spade a spade. Yes, he does. And and he and he goes to God the Father because he knows that he has the power to remove it completely. Mm -hmm. But um. God the Father doesn't. However, Luke, I want to say it's 22 verse 42. Um, Luke is the only person who captures this. Matthew doesn't capture it. Mark doesn't capture it. John doesn't capture okay. it. Okay. After he prays the prayer, it says, um, an angel of the Lord appeared and strengthened him. Hmm. So okay. all that being said, though the Lord did not remove mm -hmm. Jesus' cup of suffering. Right. He empowered him through it. Through it, yes. Which is still God's grace. That's true. I like that. And so it's it's so that's what's really helped me. Mm -hmm. You know, it's because it's easy to go, man. I've been praying for this. I've been praying for this, and uh, and that's not what what you were talking about. Mm -hmm. I just appreciate that you sharing that there's there's room for both. Yes. You know, on one end, the Lord may completely remove yes. that cup of suffering. Right. Um. And and here's why we know it's because we've seen Him do it in our own life. That's right. We've seen Him do it throughout Scripture. But then there are other times when he doesn't, and like he said to Paul, and even with Jesus, he says, my grace is enough. In yes. other words, I'm going to empower you. I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm going with to you. sustain you. And that's what the whole is joy and the suffering is about, which took me forever to get. I was like, wait, 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 time out. I'm supposed <laughs> to be happy? <laughs> and I, I just didn't get it. And I think, again, being 60, you know, life experiences, you, you kind of look back and you realize that 
you know, well, what would I just share with you? Here I am having all these tests done and could be something, could be a tumor, could be whatever, but I have the joy knowing that God is good. Mm. And I hear that in my brain, you know, in my, literally in my brain, in my mind at the time. Mm -hmm. um, so you can have both. Mm -hmm. so, and sometimes you just can't see it, mm -hmm. but you can have both. Yeah. You know, so. Well, I mean, hence the joy of the Lord of your shrine. That's right. Yeah, and that's such what you're saying. Yeah. So. Yeah. Mom. <laughs> As you can tell, this, I mean, this is why you know brought her back, just like last time. This is great. Anytime <laughs> we get to dialogue is awesome, and and when you feel, uh, I feel so blessed that you want to include me in what you and Juby are doing because I love I love what you guys do. I love I your blog, it. your blog, your podcasts, anything else that you guys do. <laughs> and I'm not kidding when I say I look at you as a mentor because you have grown so much in your walk with Christ, and you and you break it down, you make it simple, and when you guys have your podcast and your blogs and your video etc you're coming from the heart and you just break it down i've had so many of my friends reach out and say oh yeah i heard your son's you know your son and your daughter-in-law's podcast and now you guys are doing it on video yeah um that's what it's about so you're never too old you're never too young um it's never too late mm. and um you know just hang in there whatever's going on just hang in there you will get through it yeah yeah awesome yeah thank you well, on that note y'all Thanks for joining us. And uh, hey, for real, if y'all like this, please comment below. Go ahead and leave reviews, whether it's on Apple or Spotify. And actually, the greatest gift is actually sharing. Yes. Um, like, share it if, if this, if anything stuck out to you, screenshot it, post it, uh, maybe a quote or a takeaway, a couple takeaways. But share this with any with anyone if you felt this was life giving, with a friend, someone you know needs to hear it. But uh, mom, love you. Love you too, sweetie. Thank you so much. Peace out. <laughs> Later, guys. Peace.